Hi, I'm Alan, a co-founder of Science Humanitarian, and today I'm joined by Vice President Anton. Hello, everybody. We are a student-led nonprofit based in New York with emphasis on accessibility, embracing diversity, and inclusion through science. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, make sure to check out our previous podcast, Dominance of Misinformation. Be sure to also check out State of the Pod from Cornell University as they are our sponsors. Quick question for the listeners out there. What are you most worried about today? Is it school, work, money? Well, these definitely are big concerns that we have as individuals. However, these concerns are minimal compared to the biggest concern for us all, our society's future. What today may pose such a problem for our future, you might ask? Today, we'll give you the answer. The most crucial problem that our generations and the ones to follow will need to solve is the climate crisis, specifically global warming. Global warming is the gradual increase in the temperature of the Earth's atmosphere caused by the constant increase in the presence of greenhouse gases. There are many greenhouse gases in the atmosphere, but today we will only mention a few of the most alarming ones. The greenhouse gases that are most abundant in today's atmosphere are carbon dioxide, methane, nitrous oxide, and F gases. Carbon dioxide takes the win here with accounting for 76% of global human-caused emissions. Carbon dioxide is found to such a high extent in the atmosphere because so many objects in our everyday lives require the combustion of fossil fuels in order to function, and the combustion of fossil fuels produces carbon dioxide. Vehicles used for transportation, such as cars and motorcycles, and the production of electricity both require the use of fossil fuel combustion, and I bet all you listeners use both vehicles and electricity every day. The other gases listed are found in a much smaller quantity. However, their impact on global warming, pound for pound, is much greater than carbon dioxide. F gases, for example, only account for 2% of man-made global greenhouse gas emissions, but pound for pound, they have a global warming effect about 25,000 times greater than carbon dioxide. Hydrofluorocarbons are the main type of F gases that affect our atmosphere today. They are synthetically made and are used in refrigerants, aerosol propellants, foam blowing agents, solvents, and fire retardants. Greenhouse gas emissions have been on the rise for decades, but their rate of production has increased at rates like no other just recently. Since 1970, our carbon dioxide emissions have increased by 90% and are still on the rise. Most of this increase can be attributed to fossil fuel combustion and industrial processes. Who even cares about the presence of greenhouse gases, you might be thinking? Everybody should care because their effects are endless. The effects of global warming induces disruption in the normality of nature. This is due to the subsequent effects of changing weather patterns. This disruption introduces many risks to humanity. One obvious effect of global warming is just higher temperatures. Higher temperature not only deteriorates the environment more hastily through wildfires, but it also increases the probability of heat-related illnesses. This change in weather pattern produces unpredictable weather which alongside forest fires and other factors increases the susceptibility of the loss of species in our environment. Another obvious effect is the warming of oceans, which subsequently leads to rising ocean levels as ice sheets melt. This threatens coastal and island communities in terms of all living organisms in that area. However, this increase in temperature in our oceans is due to increased greenhouse gases, most notably carbon dioxide, as mentioned previously, and this in turn causes the acidity levels of our oceans 
to increase due to our oceans absorbing a lot of this carbon dioxide that is emitted. There are so many effects of global warming, like more severe storms, increased droughts, poverty and displacement, not enough food, and more. Despite all these daunting facts about global warming and its effects, there is still hope. An example of this is international efforts like the Paris Agreement, which seeks to avoid dangerous climate change by attempting to limit global warming to well below 2 degrees Celsius in the long term, and hopefully even limiting global warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius. In addition, it also seeks to improve upon countries' capacity to handle the impacts of climate change along with providing support in the country's effort to do so. As of August 2022, there are 193 parties in the Paris Agreement. The 193 parties include 192 countries and the entirety of the European Union. Many of the countries within the agreement have stated that they will cut their net climate emissions to net zero by 2050. Net zero emissions refers to achieving an overall balance between greenhouse emission gas emissions produced and greenhouse gas emissions taken out of the atmosphere. China, the biggest greenhouse gas emitting country in the world, has pledged to reach net zero by 2060. The Paris Agreement global framework of limiting global warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius has led to an overall decrease in expected future temperatures, but we are still not close to our goal of 1.5. Even though countries are the ones who play the biggest role in limiting global warming, individuals can help prevent global warming too. Hey, so some steps you can take to limit your effect on the environment include turning off lights and appliances when you are not using them and decreasing the amount of degrees you raise your thermostat when heating your house and vice versa when it comes to cooling your house. You could also walk or bike to places that you normally drive to but are close to you. If you live in the city, you could take public transportation. Joining in on these basic changes can make an impactful contribution in our efforts to alleviate global warming. Due to these increasingly precarious circumstances, it's vital that young people, especially in the age group from 18 to 24, go out to vote in all levels of elections, whether it's on the local scale, like the primaries, or the national scale, like the presidential election. Your vote matters. Recently, a dominant majority of voters are citizens above the age of 65. For example, according to U.S. News, in the 2018 election, there were more than 64% of citizens who are 65 and older who voted, compared to less than a third of citizens between the age of 18 to 24 voting. This is alarming because the values and issues of people above 65 do not align with the values of younger generations. We hope this episode gave you a better understanding of the impending crisis surrounding global warming. Thank you for listening to the, uh, this episode of the podcast, and we look forward to seeing you in the next one.